0: Hallelujah. And we're going to be going to the book of Luke, chapter 3. I'm going to be reading verse 15 through verse 18. Hallelujah. Luke, chapter 3, verses 15 through 18. And as, as the people were in expectation, that's what I was talking about a while ago. Hallelujah. We don't realize how important it is when you come to God's house, you ought to come in expectation. Hallelujah. You need to come in expectation saying that worship leader is going to worship my socks off. Hallelujah. You ought to come with expectation saying that preacher is going to preach my socks off. You ought to come with expectation saying the Holy Ghost is just going to slay me to the right and to the left. Hallelujah. Glory. As the people were in expectation, and all men mused in their hearts of John, this is John the Baptist, whether he was the Christ or not. John answered, saying to them all, oh, I indeed baptize you with water. But one mightier than I cometh, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. "...whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor, and will gather the wheat into the garner, but the chaff he will burn with the unquenchable fire." Mm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In verse 18, "...and many other things in his exhortation preached he unto the people." Heavenly Father, as we come today, we thank you and we praise you, God, for your grace and your mercy. We thank you, God, for the opportunity to be in your house today. And now, Lord, I'm asking God, as we sit down to your table, that you would give us, God, what you would have us to have today. And we will give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to preach to you today on a subject titled, The Promise That Changed It All. The Promise That Changed It All. The scripture that we read, John the Baptist, when he was preaching about the coming of the Messiah, he said, and some of them thought he was Christ. They thought he was the Messiah. And he told them, I, I'm only baptizing you with water. Hallelujah. He said, but there's one coming after me who's mightier than I. And another place, John said, he's got to increase and I've got to decrease. There's a lot of folks still not figured that out today. Hallelujah. I have a lot of people tell me that they want to get closer to God and they want a greater walk with God. And the first step in doing that is letting yourself go on a diet. Right. Hallelujah. I'm, t- I'm not talking about a diet of weight to lose weight. I'm talking about a diet to get rid of Sammy Pruitt. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. I remember preaching a message, amen, a few years back. A matter of fact, I, I think that was a message I, uh, that uh, uh, Brother Paul sent uh, and, and uh, let uh, Sister Lisa here to uh, fir, uh, first got them uh, coming to church about um, uh, the, the bondage of about breaking the bondage of self. Hallelujah. If we're ever going to get close to God, if we're going to walk in His presence, we've got to break the bondage of self. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, yeah, we talk about getting, breaking the chain of this has got a hold of us, breaking the chain of that has got a hold of us, but what about the chain you've got wrapped around yourself? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. John said, I've got to decrease. He's got to increase. You've got to let Jesus Christ increase in your life. Hallelujah! You got to have more of Christ than you got in of anything else. Hallelujah! Amen. And so. Uh, John here said I'm not the one that's coming I can only baptize you with water I'm sticking you under and bringing you up I'm baptizing you under repentance I, but there's one coming after me hallelujah he's greater than I am hallelujah I'm not worthy to stoop down and, amen and I'm losing. Hallelujah. But he said he's going to baptize you. He's going to do more than get you wet. Hallelujah. He's going to do more than get water in your ears. Hallelujah. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And with fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some people today still getting the Holy Ghost, but they're leaving the fire off of it. Hallelujah. We gotta have a fire as much as the tongues. Hallelujah. If you study that at you find that the fire doesn't work in your life. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. You know what a farmer. Does it really knows how to put out a good yield and a good garden? Amen. I see them do it out there different places where I, where I live. I, a lot of them older fellows. Amen. It still wears the bib overhauls I, um, and, uh, uh and, and gets out there. Amen. The first thing that they'll do, amen, is to burn off their garden spot. Hallelujah. We need to get to far in our life to burn out some stuff. Hello, somebody. We need to let the fire of the Holy Ghost get in our life, Amen, and burn out the other things we love more than we do Jesus. Hallelujah, glory to God. You love that home more than you do Jesus. You better burn it out, or Jesus will get taken away from you. Yeah. Mm. Hallelujah. I want to talk. So, so John, he talked. Uh, he said he's coming after me, and he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And far, that was a promise that was made. God, uh, th- God through John the Baptist made a promise. He said, "There's one coming after me." Amen. That's the promise. It's the promise that changed it all. Now, within the course of human history, there there have been inventions, discoveries, and events which impacted our world so much. They changed the very way in which we live. Amen. There's been a lot of things that we've seen that's impacted us. Different inventions, different discoveries and events. That literally changed the whole frame of game. I mean, uh, it, uh, it, it changed the ball game, so to speak. I mean, I remember going to school and watching them old... Tapes, you know, you know, of people trying to, to conquer flight. And I remember some, some guy in some machine with this big thing, looked like an umbrella going up and down, you know, and finally crashing. And, um, and then some others pushing this plane with a, a whole stack of, um, uh, of wings of it stacked way high. And that thing just kind of crashed and crumbled, crumbled to the ground. But when the Wright brothers, at Kitty Hawk made that historic flight which was only a couple minutes long. That one flight it changed our world. It changed everything. It changed it all. They didn't have no idea that what they was doing at Kitty, Kitty Hawk that day was making it possible for Neil Armstrong to walk on the moon in 1969. Hallelujah! It opened up a whole new field, a whole new area. It literally changed the ball game. Hallelujah! Let me let me tell you the story about that. Amen. Let me tell you the story about. It. I'm gonna try this. i it a work it out. Amen. Let. Me, uh, but the story about that goes in 18, 1890 something. I don't remember the year out because I, I I have it written down, but. Some of it I I might forget. But a Methodist minister went to one of their conferences. And they were sitting there. And he had his two sons with him. And uh, somebody got up to speak. And he began to do a thing of prophecy kind of like. And said, We're going to see the day that men is going to fly in the sky like birds. This man, this preacher, jumps up, grabs his two boys by the hand, and says, Sons, let's go. He said, It's time to go. He said, If God intended men to fly, He would give us wings. And they left the order torn. Oh, something I left out about that. When he got up, he says, Orville and Wilbur, let's go. He said, If God intended men to fly, He'd give us wings. You see the point of that now? Hallelujah. There have been things that have happened who have changed the course. A lot lot of people today get mixed up, and they think it that that Henry Ford invented uh, the automobile. Henry Ford didn't invent the automobile. There was automobiles long before Henry Ford's Model T what he did do he developed the series and figured out amen the concept of the assembly line amen that uh, that that transformed everything that changed the whole course of the way that automobiles would ever be made and by creating that assembly line he made it possible for the average man to own an automobile hallelujah it it changed everything so I could sit up here all day and I, I can name thing after thing. And let me give you one more. I, I, I don't have, uh, I, I don't have his, the man's name. Most people don't know his name. But in 1989, a man developed and come up and developed the first web browser, which made the World Wide Web possible. Think about how much things have changed since that. Hallelujah. A lot has changed since that. But on this Pentecostal Sunday, I want to talk about a promise. A promise when it was fulfilled changed everything. Hallelujah. The relationship between God and man would never be the same again. Hallelujah. Do you realize Amen. How much changed when the Holy Ghost came into being. Amen. On that first Pentecost in that upper room, when there was 120 gathered together. Hallelujah. They'd been praying and seeking God for 10 days. Hallelujah. And then on the, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, as they were settled together yeah. in one place, in one nine accord, there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. Amen. And it came in Inside that place. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know what we would do today when we get talking about, well, this is too loud and that's too loud. There was a roar of a mighty wind came in that place. And it was on the inside. It was like a hurricane in there. Lord, the God and the Holy Ghost fell upon each and every one of them. It changed everything. It changed everything. In the Old Testament, People had the Holy Ghost to come upon them. But now, the Holy Ghost was coming in them. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. The Bible said in the book of Judges, amen, that the Holy Ghost moved upon Samson and he picked up the jawbone of an ass and he slew a thousand Philistines. Another time the Holy Ghost came upon him. Amen. He went to the gates of a city and he picked up the gates of the city hinges and all and took them out and set them upon a the hill. Whew. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Elijah, going to meet that fiery chariot, just going to take him out of here, came to the river of Jordan, and he took off his mantle, and he smote the waters of the river Jordan, and the waters parted left and to the right. Think of all those things. In the Old Testament uh, that people was able to accomplish by just the Holy Ghost coming upon them. hallelujah. I'm here to tell you. Lord God, you've got a promise. promise that would change everything in your life. A promise that literally changed the whole, made it a wholly new ball game. I want to talk to you about a couple of things today. Hallelujah, dealing with this promise that changed everything. First, I want to talk about the frailty of human flesh. The frailty of human flesh. A lot of folks don't like to admit it. And I don't care, but I don't care what you've been able to do and what you've been able to accomplish on your own. But when you look at yourself in the mirror, you can say that is one weak man or that is one weak woman. In our human flesh, we are frail. Hallelujah. We are weak. We don't have the ability to do a whole lot. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Peter looked at Jesus on the night of the Last Supper. Jesus said, What of you is going to betray me? What of you is going to uh, turn your back upon me? Peter looked at Jesus, and I'm here to tell you, Amen. Peter had been following the Lord for three and a half years, and he wasn't trying just to put on a show. He wasn't trying just to tell him a tale. But Peter looked at the Lord. Peter says, I'll die for you, Lord. And he says, I won't betray you. I'm going to tell you something. Peter meant that. He meant there with every bit that was within him. But that was a problem. What he was saying, amen, was only coming from his own strength. He didn't realize till a little bit later that night how frail he was yeah. and how weak he was. How many times have you started to do something for the Lord? Amen. And you fail because of frailty of your flesh. Glory God, don't sit there looking at somebody holding tired because in our flesh, amen, we are we, we are frail, hallelujah We don't have the ability Oh, but thank God For a promise Hallelujah I'm feeling the Holy Ghost now Lord. Let me Let me talk about this frailty Mark chapter 14 and verse 38 Hallelujah What's he say there? Hallelujah This is right there in the garden He said, watch ye and pray Lest ye enter into temptation. The spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is what? James, every time you Bible one, he uses the word spirit. It's dependent upon history, hallelujah. if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, amen, and you're still letting Hallelujah, the flesh holds you back. Hallelujah that I'm here to tell you, you are not letting the Holy Ghost control your life like it should. If you didn't have the Holy Ghost, if you never was filled with the Holy Ghost, you might have an excuse to fall back on. But if you say I'm one of them that got the Holy Ghost, guess what? You don't have an excuse about your frail team no more because there was a I tell you. I had, there was a promise fulfilled that changed the ball game. Acts chapter one and eight. But ye shall receive what? After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Oh, Hallelujah! Guess what? I can't use my flesh as a crutch to lean on to know why I'm not serving God. Hello, either I got filled up with the Holy Ghost, or I didn't get filled up with the Holy Ghost. One way or the other, I lot up people. They eat this up. What I was talking to you first about how frail we are and how weak we are. He says, you shall receive power. That word power is great, you've heard me teach it before. It's ludicrous. Hallelujah. today. It's not, it's not as much as whether or not you got the Holy Ghost, It's whether or not the Holy Ghost has got you. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. We got the Holy Ghost get us. Right. Because it will change everything. Can you say amen? It will change everything. You know, let me just not stop with the frailty of the human flesh. One more thing I want to talk about before I close the message I want to talk about the forgetfulness of the human flesh. Now, I'm not talking about old age here. <laughs> I have a problem with memory. But this is not what I'm talking about. I'm still dealing with the flesh here, the human flesh, and how that we f- we're so easy to forget. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 12. Put that up there. Listen to what God told the children of Israel. He said, then beware, beware. That's, that's a warning right there. Beware lest thou forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. But you know what? Israel had a problem with the like It all. takes care of that too. When that promise came, it changed to where we don't have an excuse no more to say, well, you know, I, 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 for, I forgot, you know, to give an offering today, or I forgot to go to church, you know, last so-and-so or whatever, and I forgot this and I forgot that. There was a promise made when it was fulfilled, John chapter 14, verse 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to what? That takes care of the forgetfulness of the human flesh. shall bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said to you. When you get this Holy Ghost like you ought to get it, it'll help you remember what God has done for you. And guess what? Guess what? When you're fighting that battle and everything's going against you and you seem like you're being thrown at from the left and for the right and everywhere else... And where you're, the devil is whispering in your flesh and saying, just give up, just give up, just give up. Quit going. Don't go back out there to that little old church on Baker Station Road. Just don't show back up again. When you got that Holy Ghost like you got it, it's going to be like that song or something down inside of me telling me to go, oh, hallelujah, glory to God. It will remind you, hallelujah, hallelujah. you of everything He's told you. Hallelujah. You need that promise today. Because it will change everything in your life. It will change everything in your life. Brother there, would you come up please? I'm going to close.